0: It's Wednesday, December
1: 21st. From inside the WTOP newsroom, this is the DMV Download, brought to you by Steamfitters Local 602. Get an estimate and learn more at steamfitters-602.org.
0: A teen arrested with a loaded gun inside the Tyson's Corner Center Mall gave hundreds of holiday shoppers a legitimate scare, even though shots were never fired. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis joins us in the studio to talk about what happened, recruiting new officers and veterans from other departments, and the crimes that he's most concerned about going into the new year.
2: Young men, unfortunately, all too often who steal cars are also more likely than ever to carry guns on their person.
1: And then we have another segment of DMV Dates to offer some ideas for this very cold few days ahead.
0: Thanks for joining us. I'm Luke Garrett.
1: And I'm Megan Cloherty.
0: Fairfax County Police is assisting Arlington County with the investigation into the Centerville teen who was arrested Sunday in Tyson's Corner Center Mall. The 16-year-old is now facing a slew of gun charges.
1: Joining us to talk about that, uh, the closure of some big cases, and what's ahead for the Fairfax County Police Department is Chief Kevin Davis. Chief, thanks for coming in.
2: Megan, Luke, thanks for having me again.
1: Um, What can you tell us about the investigation just to start at the uh, Tyson situation? Obviously, um, you are assisting. It's not your department's lead correct
2: interesting set of of facts and circumstances to that one and and I'll say this sometimes a a rumor will make its way halfway around the earth while the truth is still putting its shoes on Mm -hmm. so the way that that kind of went out that night uh, the other night at Tyson's was uh, shots fired active shooter active violence incident it was nothing of the sort Mm -hmm. an off-duty Arlington County police officer saw uh, some individuals that he recognized from an Arlington County bolo be Mm -hmm. on the lookout. Mm -hmm. So there was a picture of some guys involved in a robbery uh, in Arlington County. Uh, He recognized them when he was off duty shopping at Tyson's. Tyson's, Mm. of course, is a Washingtonian destination. It's a great, safe place. Uh,
1: Especially this time
2: of year. Absolutely. So he sees these guys and makes contact with Fairfax County Police. You all probably know we have a full-time commitment to Tyson's. Mm. Uh, the Tyson's urban team, the TUT team. Mm-hmm. So they were there, their plain clothes, their uh, uniform, and they uh, approached these guys. They tried to stop them and, and communicate with them to verify their identity. They took off running. A foot chase uh, then happened. Mm. So the cops are chasing these guys through the mall. Um, we caught two out of the three. We've identified the third, um, but we've caught and charged two out of the three. And during the case of, uh, during the course, rather, of the radio transmissions, one of the police officers indicated that a gun was recovered. Mm -hmm. So when that goes out over a scanner, a a lot of people, you know, listen to scanners. You jump to
1: conclusions. Jump
2: to conclusions.
1: But it was a loaded gun, right? I mean, the charges. Yeah, Yeah,
2: absolutely. Mm. Scary nonetheless. And it comes
1: after like a couple months after another incident there.
2: July. Noah settles. You remember Noah settles? I do. And I
1: remember when you were in here last time, you said that was really your top priority because it's things like that. That make a lot of people feel instantly unsafe. Sure. As opposed absolutely. to, you know, a, a, a robbery where someone's targeted because they have beef with somebody else. It's like yeah. a shooting in a mall,
2: a, a place of public gathering. So yeah. So Noah Settles, he was a big nemesis for MPD. Uh, Chief Conti actually bought me a steak for lunch after Fairfax County arrested <laughs> Noah Settles. Is that true? Uh, absolutely, it's true. Um, so so he was a nemesis in in the district for many years, and we caught him out here because he fired three shots in a, in a crowded mall on a Saturday afternoon mm. in Fairfax County. That's a big deal. Yeah. Mm. And, and, you know, we're proud of the fact that we caught him so quickly. Um, but, you know, our commitment to not just Tyson's, but, you know, Springfield and, and Fair Oaks Mall as mm-hmm. well, uh, we do have full-time police commitments up there because they're they're important places. They define Fairfax County. They, they, they define really shopping and entertainment districts in, in Fairfax County and the the metropolitan area
1: I have to ask though is Tyson safe I mean after these two it's incidents safe. people yeah. feel maybe a little rattled by it yeah
2: and, and people pay attention nowadays and people should pay attention but the fact of the matter is an off-duty cop uh, a local off-duty cop uh, observed some guys that he knew were involved in a crime in his jurisdiction right next door he got us involved um, we caught them we recovered a firearm uh, and they're now being introduced to the criminal justice system so so all in all, uh, good police work from mm-hmm. the off-duty Arlington mm-hmm. County cop. Uh, great police work by, by our guys and gals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so certainly um, Tyson's is present tense, not past tense, present tense, safe. And our entire government, not just the police department, but the entire Fairfax County government has a, a vested interest and a huge commitment mm-hmm. to keep it safe.
0: And while thankfully no one was hurt you know, in this incident, there was a gun recovered and a teen, you know, had it. And it comes on the same week where a report from the New York Times shows that You know, kids dying from gun-related deaths is the highest it's ever been. Have you seen that trend play out in Fairfax County? And from your position, how could this issue maybe be solved?
2: So I I saw that article, and I've experienced that uh, statistic, uh, that phenomenon, that reality in other places where I've served as a police chief, particularly in Baltimore and Prince George's County. But uh, year-to-date, we do not have any uh, young people uh, under the age of 18 who have been Mm. killed. Uh, That's good. Um, Yeah. You know, certainly uh, it it doesn't mean it's not a concern. So uh, we have seized more guns this year than uh, any other year in in recent history. So about a thousand guns Fairfax County Police Department has taken off the streets in 2022. Uh, Not all thousand of them are necessarily involved in a crime. Sometimes Mm. we recover them from people who shouldn't possess them. but it's you know there are i think the statistic megan and luke is 126 guns for every 100 americans so in in a large metropolitan area like ours and if fairfax county were a city we would be the ninth largest american city really ninth wow i had no yeah, idea megan. wow i'm filled with like cliff clavin type <laughs> trivia from time to time megan. but we're a big
1: we jurisdiction want more
2: of it. we're a big jurisdiction um, we, we have you or know, I think last time I was in here, I talked about the establishment of an auto crimes enforcement team mm-hmm. that we just stood up at the end of March. They've done phenomenal work. So they've made 70, arrest, 78, 78 arrests of people driving stolen cars since April 1st. Now, that 78 number is is impressive. 17 of the 78 people we arrested had guns on their person. So, stealing a car is not just stealing a car. This is not the 1950s. Mm-hmm. It's not joyriding. We're not taking it to the drive-thru and to get a milkshake. Um, the, the young people, young men, unfortunately, all, all too often who steal cars in 2022, whether it's Fairfax or D.C. or Prince George's or Montgomery or Prince William— are also more likely than ever to carry guns on their person, mm. which means what? It means then they'll commit a carjacking, then they'll commit a robbery, then they'll get scared, and then they'll pull the trigger and right. kill somebody. Things so escalate all, faster. Yeah. They escalate much faster, and and typically car thieves don't operate by their lonesome. Uh, they go out in a group, and <clears> then groupthink kicks in, and you have these undeveloped brains of 16-, 17-year-olds, and they're all around yeah. each other, and then horrific things happen. Mm. So it, it is Even though we're not being plagued or hit necessarily right. by, by juvenile gunplay or or violence or or homicides, particularly this year, it doesn't mean that we don't think about it all the time.
1: However, there is a stat that is not going great anywhere, including Fairfax County, which is a rise in domestic crime. Um, And a lot of times that is precipitated by these mental health crises um, and a weapon being on hand, right? I mean, talk to me about that, because I know your homicide rate closure this year is far, far better than the national average. But you're still seeing that domestic violence issue.
2: So, we have 21 murders year to date in Fairfax County. Uh, we had exactly 21 in 2021. So, we're at the huh. same mm. numerical place. In 2021, seven of our 21 murders were adult children killing their parents. Mm. In 2022, uh, eight out of our 21 uh, murders are domestic related. Mm. And so far this year, family member on family member, rather, Mm -hmm. assaults are up 20 percent.
1: Why? I mean, we talked about this before, but do you have any more clarity as to what?
2: I'm still stuck on, and it's going to sound anecdotal um, and and non-scientific, so I apologize. People, while I do think COVID is further and further in our view mirror, I do think that there, there are more occasions when family members are staying at home, whether they're working from home. Whether mm-hmm. they're otherwise at home more often than they ever have been. And I do think this social isolation. Uh, I do think this depression, anxiety, and, and mental and behavioral crisis is, is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have a full-time commitment in Fairfax County, as do a lot of our neighboring jurisdictions, to the co-responder theory of putting clinicians in cars with cops so we can respond and help those people out while they're in crisis, and, and we don't have to resort as often to force.
0: And do you have enough men and women to do these jobs. I know, you know staffing has been an issue right. for a long time. So we
2: were down about 192 police officers uh, a month or so ago. We just started a class. Uh, we started with 40 recruit officers. So that takes us down uh, from 192, if my math is right, to 152 or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we still have 152 vacancies. And wow. our class that we started with 40 recruit officers is the largest recruit officer class we've had in a number of years. Uh, we have recently also hired 10 experienced police officers from other police departments throughout the Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, we're in the process of hiring three out-of-state police officers.
1: Are you poaching?
2: Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> so what we're doing, uh, Megan, there's a market out there, right? And we're all, we're all competing in this same market.
1: Well, yeah, but there's got to be incentive, right? I mean, you, there's incentive. There's a reason why you have your yeah. biggest class. Is it because? I mean, what do you attribute that to? It's a to? formula.
2: So the the most recent thing that I attribute to our our increase is the chairman and the board of supervisors in Fairfax recently authorized a fifteen thousand dollars signing bonus, a mm. uh, hiring incentive for cops. So is that the only reason? Of course not. But is, is it one of many reasons? Absolutely.
1: Um, I want to shift a little bit um, to MS thirteen, uh, which is you know obviously. Uh, regional problem, but yesterday a federal grand jury convicted three MS-13 gang members, one of whom was from Annandale, uh, is from Annandale, for conspiracy and murder of another man. Um, And the gang with ties to El Salvador has had significant presence across our area for years. Before, though, I wanted to kind of get to this. It felt like in the late teens, we were hearing about a lot of gang violence, and not just in Fairfax, so I do want to say that. But I mean, like, teens going missing, this is all anecdotal people's bodies being found that clearly had had experienced gang violence, but we didn't know where it was coming from. And then it kind of seemed like it quieted down. Is gang violence still an issue?
2: So, Megan, what do you call the first decade of the 21st century?
1: I don't know. That's what the, I was going to say. The, the, aughts, teen, the, the aughts. The
2: aughts. <laughs> the aughts. So, the aughts. So, go back to the aughts. Okay. And, and I remember, and, and Chief Riley, and, and for your listeners who's—
1: Who's sitting in the corner joining, right here?
2: <laughs> so back in Prince George's County, along the Prince George's County, Montgomery County border, MS-13 had a huge foothold on on the robberies uh, and, and the extortion and, and the drug dealing.
1: And like um, school um, recruiting. like Recruiting absolutely. kids yeah, in wow. high school and, and middle then, school.
2: And this is only, what, 17 years ago. Uh, they used to, quote unquote, fly their colors, which means they'd wear, they'd overtly wear their in public, their, their cover their colors in public. And back in oh five oh six, and, and some of your listeners may remember this. Uh, we, uh, PGPD, uh, enacted the first RICO case, and the RICO case is a federal statute. It's a um, racketeering of uh, what traditionally had been Italian mafia families, mm-hmm. uh, and we applied that for the very first time to uh, MS thirteen successfully, and and you got twenty federal convictions out of it. So over the last decade and a half or so, you've seen a less overt MS-13. Okay. They're more underground, but they absolutely still exist. And they're, they're as organized as any um, group that that I've ever encountered. And when you use the word gang, and I, and I try not to throw the word gang around very often because sometimes we, 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 we label a drug organization a gang, when they're really not a gang. It's like a uh, business almost. it's a business yeah. and it's you know, it's unsophisticated and and they're not necessarily organized or disciplined ms-13 is organized they're disciplined they have meetings they have rules and ms-13 has their own criminal justice system and that's why you see so many within their own not only gang who are the victims of violence but within the, the um, hispanic culture mm. who are the victims of violence um to include murders. And, and Fairfax County certainly has had uh, gang-related murders, and we're in the process right now of investigating some some more dated uh, gang-related homicides, historical homicides yeah. and, that we we think are very promising.
1: And is it still but, a but, regional but, but, thing? But
2: really, it's a high threshold to reach in some of these gang statutes, whether they're local or federal. Um, it, it's a high bar to, to reach. It's a high threshold. That's why sometimes it's easier to take in a, a gang investigation, federal, because the threshold is is different. It's kind of like the oh, overdose interesting. cases. You mean to op- charge them? That's what yes. you're saying, yeah. Mm. And try and, and get a successful con- you know case out of it, because it's kind of like the the opioid and, and the overdose statutes right now. The federal laws right now are are much stronger than local laws.
1: The plight of I mean teenagers and young people with opioids has been highly publicized, especially in the last couple of weeks. We've seen a lot of like just the statistics will just blow you over. Um, and it was a couple of months ago, there were like candy or something that was in schools that had fentanyl in it. Have you guys had any problems with with fentanyl-laced stuff in schools? So
2: fake perks laced with fentanyl? Um, like that,
1: rainbow candy, that kind of stuff?
2: Uh, from time to time, that, that does exist. And there's, you know, the fentanyl epidemic is not unique to just one jurisdiction in the, in the national capital region. Uh, it exists. It crosses socioeconomic lines. It's... It's white, it's black, it's Latino, it's rich, it's poor, it's in between. So the impact is great. And then one thing that people are still surprised to hear, uh, there's an assumption out there from time to time, um, well, actually more often than from time to time, but there's an assumption out there that people unknowingly or unwittingly ingest fentanyl. Mm. And that's just not true. Okay. Uh, People seek it, uh, particularly the ones who are profoundly addicted to, you know, First opioids and then heroin and then fentanyl because they're seeking that next high, and they're trying to get to a place where they haven't been before and take it to the edge. And people seek fentanyl.
0: Do you recommend everyone have Narcan like on on hand, or is that only for specific yeah. people in in areas you know, that it could happen?
2: I, I, I don't want to. That's anywhere though. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, I don't want to you know, I, I wanna, you know uh, give a, a scare tactic call to arms. Sure. But, but I've personally administered Narcan uh, to people on on several occasions. Um, not in Fairfax but but elsewhere uh, I don't carry narcan on my person uh, but I have narcan in my in my police car mm. uh, Fairfax county police officers are trained and they all we all carry narcan so the the roles of police officers as first responders doing things that traditionally we would just wait for fire and rescue to do for us mm-hmm. those days are long gone well you mm. can't
1: really wait right i mean you that's can't the wait. point yeah
2: I, you know back in 2013 was my first year as a police chief um, on the other side of the Potomac, and we were the first police department to require all of our cops to carry Narcan, mm-hmm. and that was met with some resistance back in 2013, because cops, you know, we don't like change, right? Mm. From time to time.
1: Well, it's medical in nature.
2: Yeah, yeah. but yeah, So so we had to kind of get over that hurdle. Yeah. Um, but now everyone carries Narcan, and cops carry Narcan now. We carry tourniquets. Our uh, helicopter even carries uh, blood now. Uh, so so our, our medics on A helicopter can, can give an infusion if they have to.
0: And now to another, you know, concerning trend, which is a rise in hate speech. You know, in Vienna, there were anti-Semitic flyers that were passed out throughout the region. We've seen other anti-Semitic uh, graffiti's and acts. You know, how is the Fairfax County Police Department um, addressing this issue?
2: Yeah, and I guess we all saw the one in Montgomery County just a few days ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Graffiti so far. The in, high school, yeah. Yeah, it's it's disturbing. Um, so we have we keep track of bias complaints, um, and, and do we are we. I don't want to be naive. Are we notified of every bias incident? Uh, we're, we're probably not. Right. We're probably not. But the ones that are brought to our attention, we track now. Um, so in 2022, we have, we have experienced in Fairfax County eight bias-related events. That doesn't mean that all eight of them necessarily amount to a crime,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, but it was a bias-related event, and typically it has to do with, with speech. It um, so, seems low. Well, you compare it to 2021, we had one. So really? this year we've had eight. But then, again, you compare it to 2020, we had 10. But you divide those numbers into 1.3 million people, it's, it's minuscule. But, but I say that not minimizing the fact that we did have eight. And there was someone on the receiving end of that who felt threatened and afraid.
1: Mm-hmm. Looking forward to the new year, um, biggest concern for you for, you know, the safety of your jurisdiction going forward?
2: It's always more than one thing, and that's not a cop-out answer. But <laughs> if it was just one thing, I think we could solve it. Okay, well, but give me
1: give me one thing, because I, I do want to see, you know, it matters, because Fairfax is an incredibly safe place. I mean, it's it's one absolutely. of the safest places by,
2: yeah, sense, you, by population. You, yeah, you take the crime, and you divide it into the population, and that's how you come up with crime rates, mm. right. and that's where Fairfax County still enjoys the fact that we are one of the safest, largest jurisdictions in the country. But what concerns me uh, and others, obviously we talked about it, access to firearms, uh, young people who steal cars, because I think today's young car thief also carries a gun. Mm. And I think that young car thief is also someone who will commit a robbery or a carjacking or pull a trigger. Um, Pedestrian safety, uh, traffic safety are concerns. We've lost 23 pedestrians in Fairfax County in 2022. And that number 23 uh, compares to 20 uh, driver and occupant deaths in twenty in 2022. So, so
1: more was, people are, are being killed by cars than in cars. Right,
2: and there's a huge education component to that as well that involves crosswalks, uh, so, so traffic and pedestrian safety, uh, violent crime particularly surrounding the use of firearms, uh, car theft, uh, domestic violence, uh, yeah. crimes that happen inside the, the homes. And, and all too often the police are... Uh, notified for the very first time, right of boom, mm. uh, but someone knows about that dynamic left of boom. So, so how do we get people to come forward and, mm. and get the right folks involved? And it doesn't have to necessarily be the be the cops, right? You know, but but get somebody to intervene when a relationship or a family dynamic is is going badly.
1: Well, we have to close with the most important story of the day, which is clearly.
2: It's in the spirit of the holiday season, right in the new year. I don't know if
1: anyone's heard of this. There was a llama on the loose, and you know, just imagine the creative headlines that came out of that llama drama. Tell, tell us how you and your fine folks captured did you this llama.
2: Llama drama. It was
1: the headline, I think, on our on our website. It was yeah. indeed.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fort <Lama. Smith's> here <laughs> at No, my Lama. colleague Jack
1: Pointer did that. But... So our,
2: our folks in our helicopter really did a, a superb job narrating the <laughs> capture of said. There's llama.
1: a video you can see. It's it's so like a heat good. heat
2: mapped llama, like yeah. <laughs> galloping. Yeah. It looks yeah. like
0: you're playing well, Call of Duty, but there's a and, llama and so, Where
2: did it escape from. Like, like I, 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 I try not to read through Facebook comments because sometimes they're they're a little disheartening. Mm. But I did read through the llama <laughs> drama Facebook comments, and I only saw one negative comment. Like shouldn't you all be doing something better with your time? Fair enough, but arguably, yeah. a, a llama uh, can arguably you know, run into traffic and, you know... Wreak havoc. ...crash and recap. So, literally, one of our animal patrol officers lassoed the llama with a lasso. That's impressive. You know, yeah, it is impressive. It really is. And I do watch Yellowstone. Do you watch Yellowstone? Yes. Yeah, Yellowstone. So, I see the little... I'm, I'm, gonna, give mine, I'm gonna give it a whirl, see if I can lasso. <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah. Who knows when another llama escape? You know, do we you, know where you know.
1: it escaped from? Like, do we know any... It just was... I think
2: we didn't know for a while. Uh, no one was coming forward to claim the llama. Ah. they were probably afraid of this little <laughs> you know, peer pressure, I guess. I don't, I don't know. But okay. I, I think the llama is, is now safe.
1: Okay. Well, that's good to know.
0: Very good to know. Chief Davis, thank you for uh, giving us a status update and especially on the llama. Thank you. And after the break, baby it's gold. Outside.
1: But actually and we've got some DMV dates for you to, you know, keep you warm but entertained. Search American Nightmare Podcast on all podcast platforms.
0: And before we go, we've got DMV dates. And sadly, this is the last DMV dates ever between Megan and I. So we're going to make it good.
1: Aww. I feel like I should have put way more effort into this. No,
0: it's it's, it's going to be great. <laughs> I can start off if you want.
1: Sure, you go first. Yeah. Okay,
0: so it's going to be cold outside, as you heard me sing. And, you know, you got to go skiing when it's really cold <laughs> in this area.
1: When it's cold, you just need to spend more time outside.
0: Hear me out, hear me out. Because... It doesn't get cold consistently, reliably, here in the D.C. region, right? We get a couple cold snaps, but the next four days are going to be consistently cold. That means, you know, ski resorts can really produce a lot of snow. So you'll wake up at the crack of dawn on Monday and make your way to Pennsylvania to ski Liberty Mountain. But before you get there, you'll stop in Frederick, Maryland, (laughs) and you'll get a bagel and coffee at Beans and Bagels in Frederick, and it's a really nice place. And you'll you know finish your trip and go to Ski Liberty. You
1: could just stay in Frederick and like you know, shop and bop.
0: No, we're going skiing. Oh, we're sorry. going skiing. Okay. It's cold. It's time. And you know it's kind of a fun date. I don't know. Like you got to like hold your date's hand as you're going skiing, especially haven't like, gone skiing before. You can make a fool of yourself snowboarding. Who doesn't what love if- that?
1: <laughs> okay, I just think the worst case scenario. If you ha- if your date has never been skiing, do not do this. Date. Yeah,
0: you don't want to break your date's neck. No. No.
1: Also, like, they could be terrified. They could be horrible at it. And adventure, it could be, like, though. Adventure. Adventurous
0: dates are fun. That is true. Undeniable. That is very true. So you have a great date Ski Liberty. You drive home super tired. And, uh, you know, if it goes well, it goes well.
1: That's true. Th- this is a huge date, though.
0: Yes. No, I mean, like, and that's like a, a not date. a first date. No. Date, double-digit date.
1: Also, maybe, like, 10. a tester date. Like, is this person athletic? Oh, is, like, this person oh, yeah. is this person outdoorsy? Is this person maybe you're not either one of those things and you don't want your person to be. Yeah, and that's true. you can true. test that theory. This is a threshold.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, th- I never thought about dating that way, Megan, but I guess you can test people out that way.
1: Um, My husband took me on one of our first dates was like a test date. And I was like, is this a test? He's like, no. You
0: surely passed. And
1: then later he said, yes, it yep. was a test. Yeah, well. It's... It was hiking old rag, which please never do that to anyone because... <laughs> what the...
0: It's so fun. It's the best date idea. Oh my God. Go, Joel.
1: All right, on to my date, which is mostly inside you're welcome wah, wah. um you're gonna start okay so there's i think that there's gonna be a lot of people despite the weather who are gonna be down doing the super holiday things because you're off you know and you have your family in town yep. or whatever and you want to go see the national christmas tree or totally whatever. but i think one of the most underrated holiday events mm-hmm. holidays
0: celebrations
1: no holiday places to visit okay is the national botanical gardens
0: oh wow they have a hall. i have no idea. What, okay. what do they do? it is do? like a
1: magic wonderland in there. First of all, it's warm, number one.
0: Yeah, that's huge. And you walk in— It's steamy in, in there.
1: And you forget how big it is. I mean, yeah. if you've ever been in there, it yeah. is, it's really—it kind of takes your breath away. It's really amazing. Mm-hmm. But they have recreated all of the landmarks around D.C. and then landmarks across the country in plants. Whoa. So there's, like, the St. Louis Arch. There's the MLK Jr. Memorial. Made of plants? Yeah. What? It's really, really cool. Dang! I know the U.S. Capitol. So wow. So it's just neat. So actually, kids really like it. Yeah. I think I don't know if they're doing it this year, but they used to have like a train that went through the entire thing. Love so the trains. Train goes around. I love a train. Um, and you just you know you just see weird and cool plants, and it's a nice little like break from the everyday. Totally. Okay, so you, that's where you start your date. Okay. And then you walk down to Eastern Market. Now you could take a bus or a taxi or Uber or whatever you want to do because it is a little chilly. But it's about, what, a 15-minute walk? Yeah,
0: yeah, super doable. If you bundle up right, it'll be perfect.
1: Yeah, and, you know, bring a hat and all that. But um, they have their little Christmas market down there, which Mm -hmm. is just lovely. Adorable. Get hot cocoa and walk around and, like, get some last-minute gifts or find something that you want for yourself.
0: Totally. Duck into uh, Capitol Hill Bookstore, you know, there's a very cute little store there. I
1: love it there. Yeah. I mean, I was going to go for, like, a big time. There's that, like, Miracle Bar that's in their third year. Have you heard of this? No. It's not on Capitol Hill, so if you want to like continue the date, you take yourself to Adams Morgan. But this is re- one of those like above and beyond things, okay? Because it's like a super kitschy bar where Whoa. they decorate the whole thing with like it's like Santa blew up in there.
0: <laughs> oh God!
1: <laughs> in a Christmassy way, and <laughs> it's only in the bar area too. So you can you, you can reserve um, two bar seats. Wow! And get like hilarious. They have these little dr- these drinks called like Santa's Little Helper, Elfing Around, Spiked Chai. That's not that creative. Grandma got run over by a T-Rex.
0: Whoa. I, I love it. That's anyway, fun. whatever.
1: It's a themed bar. And sometimes if you're like in the mood for those, they can be really fun. But if you're not in the mood for crowds... Totally. Maybe not your scene.
0: Yeah. Keep it in your back pocket if the date's going well.
1: Yeah. So that's there you go.
0: Wow. That's two solid options. Um, and that'll do it for us today on the DMV Download. We're brought to you by Steamfitters Local 602.
1: I'm making a face because I'm kind of sad.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a little sad. Last DMV dates. Last DMV dates. But...
1: Our music is by Real World.
0: Yes, it is. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) the wheels are coming off, people. Uh, You can find us on social media where we're posting every day, and we'd love to hear from you on there as well. You can also become a VIP listener at DMBdownload.com.
0: The DMB Download is a product of WTOP News. Listen on 103.5 FM in the D.C. area, 107.7 FM in Virginia, 103.9 FM in Frederick, Maryland, online at wtop.com, and, of course, on the WTOP News app. Have a great night, and we'll see you tomorrow.